0: This is Kevin Rader. Welcome to another edition of the Tales from Auburn Creek. How could it be? How can a life come full circle after some 50 years? Well, I'm here to tell you, it can. And that's where we pick up with the latest installment of the Tales from Auburn Creek, entitled The Decision. What would you think about getting your grandfather's old desk refurbished, my wife Heather said? We're sitting in our favorite chairs, as we always do, overlooking the backyard, a laptop nestled in a lap. It's falling apart. I'm not sure anything can be done with it, I responded. I just can't seem to part with it. I know. But what would you think if we got it restored? Make it look something like this, she said, as she spun her laptop around, so I could see the possibilities. It was clear. I had a decision to make. We need to sit down and have a family discussion, my Aunt Debbie declared. I wasn't sure what that meant, but it sounded important. We had a big decision to make, and we'll do it as a family, she continued. I agreed, but I was kind of unsure what I was agreeing to. Tonight, she concluded. Yes, is everything okay, I inquired. We'll discuss it tonight when your uncle can participate, she explained. They'd given me so much, they'd reached down and pulled me from the abyss and given me a second chance when they took me into their home after my freshman year. Now as my junior year was concluding, I couldn't wait for my senior year, but this, this was a curveball. Family discussion meant family decision. Now I was more than a little nervous about what this big decision was going to turn out to be. Sitting down for a meal was something relatively new to me. We'd always just kind of looked in the refrigerator for whatever we could find to eat. But once I moved in with Debbie, my birth father's youngest sister, and her husband, Mick, I experienced my first sit-down meal where we would all share about our day. "'We have an announcement to make,' Debbie declared, as we took our seats. "'I was dishing out some potatoes when she dished out the news. "'Mick has the opportunity to take over a locksmith shop in Marysville, Kansas. "'He decided to leave his job as a meat cutter at Safeway and start his own business,' she shared. "'I was happy for him. For both of them, really.' They had a beautiful young daughter of their own, and this family was about to set out to make its own way in the world. I just wasn't sure where I fit in. Debbie seemed to sense my angst, and she didn't let it linger. We'd like you to come with us, she said, as she reached out and took my hand. I was at a loss. I wanted to stay with him, but I was approaching my senior year. I had two good jobs, a clothing store and the radio station. And this would mean leaving all my friends. You don't need to make the decision tonight. We know this would involve switching schools for your senior year. And that it's a big decision. I shook my head, yes, and played with the potatoes on my plate. Pushing them from one side to the other. Almost identical to the back and forth that was playing out in my mind. Stay. Or go. Go back and forth. My initial thought was to go with them, after all, they'd done so much for me, didn't I owe them that? And where would I go if I didn't go with them? I had one year of high school. I could see if grandfather would take me in for a year, or I could move back with my parents, but I wasn't sure that I would be emotionally ready to cope with that again. If I moved in with grandfather, then I'm moving to another town and a school anyway. Maybe someone would step in and take me in, I thought, but who? I had a week to decide. It didn't take long for the word to spread. I told some friends it looked like I was moving to Kansas. People were so kind; they even put together a going-away party for me. But ironically, that's when my decision crystallized. I didn't know where I would live, but I knew how much, and I knew how much I loved my aunt Debbie. But I couldn't leave my hometown. In spite of everything, I still felt like this is where I belonged. I went back and told her of my decision. I know the timing of this is not good for you. We just need to make sure we know where you'll be living, she rationalized. Once again, showing her love and concern for my well-being. It was only a few days later when my older brother stopped by for a visit only two years older than me. He was working in a body shop at a car dealership downtown and recently married. He and Debbie were seated on the couch when he turned to me and said, Kevin, Debbie told me the news. I want you to know that you can move in with us for your senior year. We have a small storage area in the back of our house where you could sleep. So if you want to stay, we have a room for you, he offered. It was all I needed to hear. I was staying, and I was content with the decision. Now speed ahead. Some 50 years. The desk is almost done, Heather said into her cell phone. She motioned me to sit down in our chairs as she talked with Crystal Wright, the artisan who'd refurbished the piece. She apparently had a question for me, so Heather punched the speaker button. There's a name inscribed in one of the drawers. Does the name Debbie mean anything to you? Crystal asked. I caught my breath. Yes. It means a lot. Why do you ask? It's scribbled in a childlike fashion in the main drawer. I was getting ready to put liner down and then wondered if I should cover it or not, she explained. Don't, I pleaded. Debbie had given me a new lease on life, and now, now I'm returning the favor. I know one day I'll need to make sure this desk goes to one of her two children, but not now. For now, I want to look at my grandfather's desk and open the drawer and see her name etched inside of it. The decision was a good one. This is Kevin Rader. Thanks for listening to the latest installment of the Tales from Auburn Creek entitled The Decision. Until next time.